0: What's up, guys? Lucas Still with Autumn Athletes here with Joseph King, sophomore at Cal Berkeley, uh, and today we're talking to him about his recruiting process. So, kind of fresh out of high school, obviously had a year of college under your belt, but just kind of want to take you back. And what was it like being? do you have interest your junior year, or was it?
1: Yeah. So my recruiting process kind of would I would say it started my uh, sophomore summer, so like some summer of like 2017 or something like okay. that. And um, it was actually, so I'm a pitcher now, but originally I was a catcher. So I um, had all my, like, recruiting stuff was all for catching, and it was, like, just a handful of schools, you know. And my grades weren't that good, so I didn't have, like, that many opportunities arise. Like, I I went on three visits uh, the, the fall of my junior year during football season or whatever, and I went to, like, Arizona State, Fresno State, and Washington State. And I mean, I, none of those schools really require crazy academic, right, right. you know, profiles or whatever to get into. So that was my, those were my original options. And I ended up committing to Washington State my junior fall, mostly just because I felt like I got a very nice, a very good scholarship, which I did, you know, very uh, a good scholarship. And it was Pac-12. You know, and I was like, I want to play with the best, and this is what I have right now, and this is what I'm going to run with because I really, you know, like the coaching and the coaching staff and all, this other, all, these, all these other uh, little things that I just loved about Pullman, you know, when I was 17 years old, 16 years old, whatever it was. And, like, I don't know, the, they had also been talking to me the longest, you know, and I felt like there was a good connection there. Whereas there were other schools, like I mentioned, like that, because of my grades, you know, had kind of like just left me in the dust. Mm -hmm. And so I committed and went through, you know, about a year, uh, you know, committed. I signed my NLI my senior year to go to school there. Um, By that point, I kind of started pitching a little bit more, you know, like one of my coaches had been like, hey, like, yeah, I was a catcher. Could you rake? I was definitely more of a defensive catcher, 100%. Like I. I had good pop times and stuff you know I had a strong arm and then yeah you do yeah yeah and then that kind of like all translated to me being a closer for my summer team my going into my senior year I went to like some you know events and they were like all just all over me as a pitcher not as a catcher they didn't really care about my my catching (laughs) my defensive uh, so
0: this was what summer after junior year
1: yeah this was yeah going into my senior year what uh what was your velo at I topped at 92, like, the first week of summer or whatever. I had topped at 80 or at 90 that, like, in January of that year. Okay. And then uh, I went out to Jupiter, Florida for, like, one of those perfect Mm -hmm. game uh, tournaments, like, one of the last ones before, you know, they kind of shut everything down. And I, I popped, like, a 95 a couple times. Uh-oh. Yeah, and so that kind of was the end of my catching <laughs> career, basically. Um, well, but then this still... whole time, I'm committed to watching this team. Yeah,
0: well, did Washington up say, like, hey, we want you now as a pitcher? No, or no just... well,
1: they were like, they were like, hey, like, we, we'll definitely use you as a pitcher, but uh, we, we definitely still want you as a catcher. And I was super amped about that, to be honest, because, like, yeah. when it came to all, like, the pro looks and stuff, like, I got a lot of... A lot more looks for being a pitcher than a catcher you know and I was like okay I'll go to college and catch love it but go through the spring season you know like um, I catched and I caught and pitched all season or whatever and you know stayed in contact with Washington State obviously and then all of a sudden my coaches got fired like the whole coaching staff just got wiped off the face of the earth from Washington State and, I mean, they, they all ended up, you know, doing fine. Like, I think the head coach, Marty Lees, ended up at Oklahoma State. Like, uh, the catching coach, Jim Did they get Warner. fired
0: because they recruited you? or Yeah, basically.
1: <laughs> the catching coach ended up coaching minor league ball. And, like, I was just – when they got fired, I was just like, well
0: – You opened up your recruitment. Right?
1: I opened up my recruitment, exactly. I was just like, well, okay, this isn't good. I'd rather go play for a coach that I actually know who's going to be my coach yeah. than for – whoever ends up being their coach not knowing who that's going to be and you know I had also gotten my grades up uh since my you know so proud of you yeah since like my sophomore year or whatever junior fall and so you know I had more opportunities on the table and like I basically a week before I graduated I got out of my NLI which was like an interesting process which is like basically my mom just had to call the AD and like be like hey I'm not comfortable with my son going to Going to school if i don't know who the coaches are right and i mean they could have just not let me do it and i could have had to go juco actually like it, that's how it works like if they just said no like you got to come here really? and you sign the paperwork yeah like it's it's all i don't know it's all up to them at the end of the day You because know, I, I signed, cause signed, signed day, my yeah. paperwork you know like it's it's contract but um thankfully you know they let me go and like i had the opportunity to talk to a bunch of different schools and that like a week before i graduated And so I I walked across the stage graduating, not knowing where I was going to go to school. And then about, like, two weeks after that, you know, I talked to, like, there's a handful of schools, like Oklahoma State had called me, um, Baylor, um, USC, uh, who else, Oregon. There was, uh, there was, like, maybe, like, three other, Fresno State called again, you know, and, like, and then Berkeley called, you know, and I got the opportunity. I, got, I I'm, I'm born and raised in the Bay area, you know, like across 30, 40 minutes away from UC Berkeley. And I was just like, damn, like I get, I can go to Berkeley. Like I didn't know I could go to Berkeley. I didn't think <laughs> I was that smart, which I'm really not. We know? don't like, think so either. Nah. But you know, it's, I got the opportunity and I went and visited the school cause it was super close and it was the only one I really went and visited because I wasn't going to go fly out to Oklahoma. I wasn't going to go fly out to Texas right then. Right. And I was just completely sold. Like as, as I got to school, I got to Berkeley, and I was like, "Damn, like I love it. You know, like this is this is my this is my place. This is where I want to be for the next three three to four years. Hopefully, you know, hopefully three, right? But yeah, and I and I also knew I also knew like five or six kids in my in my recruiting class that were committed to Berkeley. That you know I I knew them, and they were really cool dudes. You know, I could definitely see myself playing with them right. for the next you know couple years or whatever and so i went and got my offer and i was like yeah i, I want to be a berkeley bear where's the pay? where do i sign like sign me up like i am ready like i do not want to go to oklahoma i don't want to go fly anywhere like this is it this is what i want and so i mean that was kind of that was it you know i got to go go sign that stuff and get i'm at berkeley now
0: you're at berkeley yeah had a good freshman year
1: yeah i mean yeah i mean for the 15 games we got to play right yeah. right obviously with COVID yeah but yeah, but yeah I, I think, think there's
0: it obviously it worked out for you but I think there's a lesson we learned there for kids at home with grades are kind of mm-hmm. important definitely oh. no
1: like if if your grades suck you can't play at a lot of places yeah like unless you're a freak of nature and then like they might find a way to sneak you in you know um but for the most part like it like at Berkeley, at least, all my teammates are very intelligent, you know, like, they they had great grades in high school, like, it it, it was, it's not easy to get into school there for a regular student to begin with, and it's not easy to get into school there for an athlete as well, like, from, for one I know, right, um, and, like, I don't know, like, if if you want to go to a different school where the, the academics are less important, you know, that's, that's fine, it's not a big deal, obviously, like, baseball's baseball, you know, but, there's definitely limit limitations to where you can go and where you can play at, where you can, you know, like, graduate from right. if you have a 2.5 in high school, you know, if you don't do your homework, if you don't
0: right. if you do not do anything. You know. well, I think it's, you know, on top of just keeping your options open, right? If you're 4.0, oh, there's pretty much no schools that are off the table. Yeah. Uh, but also, like, if you have that 3.5, 4.0, you might be able to get some athletic or uh, academic scholarship mm-hmm. money. So from a financial situation also, it's, like, might – keep more opportunities open definitely that weren't open there before 100 like obviously a lot of these schools are not cheap to go to yeah
1: and they, i mean there's there's kids that get into schools to play baseball without athletic money at all you know like they're only like they get in because they have in the great grades. grades and then they can walk onto a team you know that's yeah. how it works for a lot of people um i mean i don't know it when I, when looking back at my recruiting process like the original uh commitment i definitely jumped into it way too quick you know, like I, my football coach actually in high school, um, he had told me like, because he had played college football at like Oregon or whatever. He said like, hey, like, don't, don't, don't go rushing into anything. Like, hey, just take your time. Like, go on your, go on your officials. You know, have a good time. But like, I felt, you know, you go on Instagram, and you see all these kids committing. You know, and they're like, they're like, two, they're like two years younger than me. And I'm just <laughs> like, damn, like, what the hell, like, this kid's committed to Mississippi State, and he's like 13. Like, what? Yeah. And so. I don't know, you kind of rush into, th- I kind of rushed into things, you know, even though, you know, and at the time, I definitely thought that was like the,
0: the school perfect choice for me, the well, best choice. You know, there's like that social pressure now, especially as you said, like the Instagram post, mm-hmm. everyone wants to post that, that D1 school that they're going to, and yeah. get the likes and get the retweets, um, but like, as you said, or as you, just kind of from your story, like that 95 mile per hour fastball, you didn't come until right at the end of that summer going yeah. into your senior year. huh um, and, you know, as a kid that's 14, is definitely going to develop a lot by the time he's 18. Yeah. So it's you probably worth it to kind of bet on yourself and, as you said, not rush the process because on day one of your freshman year, it doesn't matter if you committed the week before or mm-hmm. four years before that. Like, everyone gets the same opportunity on the field, and if you go and ball out, like, you're, you're going to get playing time yeah, wherever definitely. you go. Yeah,
1: definitely. I mean, yeah. Like, I don't know if everybody understands that part. I don't know if I completely understood that, that part when I got into college, you know, but, like, anything you did before you got into college, like, All-American, whatever, like, Gatorade Player of the Year, any of that, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter at all once just you're on gotta the field. Produce. Because at the end of the day, like, the guys that are going to produce are the guys that are going to play. Yeah. You know? And, I mean, I don't know. That's just another part of it. Well, that's, it's baseball.
0: that's something that I could try to tell a lot of kids here just because, you know, some, a kid will come in at 82 or 83 on the mound and have pretty much no D1 interest. And they'll train here for six months and all of a sudden pop their first 88 or 89. And that first school, that might be the caliber of a, of a San Jose State or a Fresno State or maybe a mid to lower level D1 will come calling and they'll get kind of a culture shock. Of like, wait, a D1 school wants me want yeah. to sign right now. And it's like, well, if you actually waited three months and, you know, got to 92, 93, maybe now you can go almost anywhere you want. Like, Yeah, a, uh,
1: I mean, and there's also like, there is a part that needs to be said where it's like, at the end of the day, you know, like schools like Fresno State and San Jose State, like, they're not going to be bad, bad, you know? Yeah, they're like, still a, great, great that's still like That's still good baseball. Like, it, it, I don't know, all these... There's so many conferences outside of the Power Five where you can get an opportunity mm-hmm. outside of D1 as well. Like, yeah. I have a lot of friends that played, you know, Juco ball. AI, room, baby. Know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> AI. I have friends that, you know, William Jessup right down the street. And, like, I mean it's just at the end of the day where opportunity is at that's where you want to be right like you want to make sure it's a good
0: fit right yeah so like, that too though for course. a lot of our guys like they really love you know throwing the plyo balls and they love you know the the warm-up routine recovery routine mm-hmm. that we do this you know pretty much around the driveline program and you know if they get that first offer and they commit and then they realize two weeks after they commit wait i'm going to school that doesn't do any of that yeah like how am i going to warm up to pitch if i not yeah. if i can't throw my plyo balls and it's kind of that what you got to find out those like, you know, two or three things that's really important to you that you want in a program and make sure wherever you commit to has that, whether that's, you know, a lifting program, Mm -hmm. a philosophy of a coach, a a location, whatever is like really important to you for college is like, make sure they have that. Take the time to bet on yourself and, don't rush the process, but
1: yeah, uh, uh, yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, you're right. You know, just don't rush it. <laughs> like,
0: just uh, you're gonna live there for three or four years, so you yeah, might as well may as well budget. wait
1: and figure out what you actually want. You know. Uh, yep. Yeah.
0: Um, we're pretty much out of time. You got any final tips for kids going through the recruiting process right now?
1: Um, I don't know. Like nothing. Nothing really that that substantial. I don't know. Like when talking to colleges can be like talking to girls sometimes. You know, like <laughs> like you can you can text all you want you can call all you want but at the end of the day unless like you're actually you know meeting them and like hanging out with them and meeting the coaches and stuff like it doesn't matter right i don't know yeah <laughs> i don't know if you well, can put that in but <laughs> de-
0: i mean definitely like you know don't be afraid to ask questions and yeah like, like you said do your research and you can talk to you know vanderbilt but if you never go there and check it out yeah or you don't see, like you know watch, like the thing that i would tell kids a lot is like go watch a practice because a mm-hmm. coach can sit here and tell you hey we do driveline we, we use apply balls but if you go and watch a practice and you don't see them throw plials at all it's like well, what do you mean you need to drive on?
1: Yeah, like, I mean, that's another thing, too. Like, when I went to Washington State, one of my my unofficial, my junior year, and met the coaches and stuff, like, obviously, they're the nicest people on the planet when, you first, when you're when first meeting them. Definitely. And then I went on my official, you know, I talked to some guys, and they're like, well, you know, like, obviously, they're not always like that. Like, obviously, it's how it is, you know. Yeah, human. Luckily at Berkeley, like, Mike News always, like, who he is. He's, He's just a great just guy. the chillest dude on the planet, I feel like. He's yeah. just awesome. But, yeah, I don't know
0: check out a practice don't be afraid to talk to current players Mm -hmm. Um, and know that everyone you know they're they're putting their best foot forward when they meet you as a recruit they're trying to recruit you to play there so don't be afraid to dig a little deeper check out the campus talk to current players but or ex-players yeah and
1: then never sell yourself short just like no
0: bet on yourself yeah enjoy the process it's a fun time but Joseph thanks for coming on yeah no problem (laughs) I'm (laughs) glad you ended up at Cal (laughs) me too yeah I mean good luck the rest of the way and we're excited to watch you pitch this year thanks dude (laughs) Thank you.